Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another serving of Business Soup Talk Radio. If it's in business, it's Business Soup. I'm your host, John Dibbavoise. When you're helping others find their passion, sometimes you have to break through the barriers of your own. Somewhere in the dark recesses of your mind could be a barrier, a barrier that stops you and destroys a dream. Well, we called upon the lovely Karen Lovely. Karen is an elite, passion-driven entrepreneur who will help recognize those barriers that keep you from finding your passion. It's an unconscious fear in many times that something could have happened in your past. Well, Karen Lovely will join us to serve up how you can break through and find that passion to profit right here at the table on Business Soup, where business comes for business. Karen, welcome to this serving of Business Soup. Hi, John. Thank you so much. Hey, it's a pleasure to have another cowboy enthusiast on this yes. show here. Boy, we, we know how to ride them. We know how to turn and burn them. So there's a little inside uh, vernacular of our industries. But Karen, you are an entrepreneur and you also coach entrepreneurs like ourselves. So how do you coach somebody like yourself? Do you stand up in front of the mirror and say, all right, here, all right, you're going to listen to me this time. How do you coach somebody? I actually consciously in just speaking to people, I'm able to help facilitate in digging deep into the unconscious mind and the subconscious mind to get rid of the things we cannot see, nor do we have any idea what's getting in the way of reaching our superhumanness to excel in, in mental performance, in profits, in business, in passion, in pleasure, whatever it is, I'm the person who's going to help my clients get to the thing they have no idea is stopping them. And they will never, ever see it unless we stop to look for it. Wow. Okay. So when you look at somebody like myself, perhaps you've met me and I, I, I'm of the type that says, I don't have any problems. I'm a guy. I, I don't have problems. Mm -hmm. so how do you reach somebody that you can see they need your help? How do you go about finding out what it is that is in that conscious or subconscious mind of ours, whether it be man or a woman or however else they're identified as? How do you help them find that which they don't know is the problem or the root of the problem that they have? Okay, great question. So when people generally come to me when they're in a crisis, when they're reinventing themselves, when they've had a, a, a critical loss or they're... Um, lost within themselves through whether a major divorce, a business failure, love relationships, health and wellness, people will generally seek me out when in reality, objective reality, their life isn't working financially from a social standpoint, relationships, okay. health and wellness, that's emotionally, depression, suicides, numbers are up. That's one of my specialties. So they will come to me for that. A lot of times people don't realize they're having issues until we talk about, well, let's really talk about this. Are you an entrepreneur? You say you want to be an entrepreneur consciously, but you still have a nine to five job. So what's that about? So when talking to people, you can talk a big game, but then I need the proof. So for That's someone like right. you, John, successful, but then, you know, how are your relationships? How are the love relationships? How are your, you know, business relationships? 
Everyone has something. Well, the more I learn about other people, the more I like my horse. <laughs> I'm going to steal that one, mister. <laughs> oh, my God. My audience are small business owners, and so yes. many of them are yes. chasing the uh, the goalposts in California with, yeah. the, with the rules and regulations as they keep changing. And in particular, the restaurant industry, we're seeing them fall left Ugh. and right. So let's say that I've got a restaurant. I'm a restaurateur. I have my passion. It could be my third or fourth generation, or I could have just opened it in time for this pandemic. I don't know what to do. I pick up the phone and say, Karen, what can you do for me? How do you help? Where do you find the root of my problem? And then when you find it, then what do you do with it? Right. So we have to have a deep discussion. And I actually do a lot of listening, but I ask the poignant questions. So yes, uh, COVID, uh, what's happening with restaurants, it's all circumstantial. So these are circumstances that we essentially have no control over. So what we first need to do is train the human to be at the least effect of external conditions and circumstances because it really comes down to unconscious fear. So we need to take a look also, let's dig deep to see the root cause of the upset, of the challenge, of the obstacle. And is it really true that owning a restaurant is your passion or was it handed to you from generation to generation and you were expected to carry on that legacy? There are so many other questions to be asked here, especially when we're dealing with uncontrollable circumstances. And there's that also part of reconciling, this is just what's happening right now. So we need to find something new. We need to help you get in touch with a truer passion, a greater asset within your mind, something that actually you can move into and turn that passion into the next viable business. We have to be willing to pivot. We have to be willing to shift and change. Don't get stuck in your ways. Also, this is neuroplasticity, the ability to have neuronal patterning uh, be pliable. Just because you have a restaurant doesn't mean you can't parlay into something you never, ever thought was possible because you're in fear. The moment we're in fear, especially unconsciously and subconsciously, it cuts off the connection to the prefrontal cortex where that is responsible for critical thinking, logical thinking, and you can't see a new opportunity, if not three new opportunities in front of you because you're so scared, you're so brought down by scarcity and what's not happening for you that you're missing every single new opportunity that is literally figuratively just walking on by right in front of your face. So that's an example of what we start looking for. It sounds like you're describing different forms of fear Yes. And as I've learned over the years, if you let fear guide you into whatever venture that you're going to have, you will end up what you fear. Exactly. The brain hides the fear. Unless you're, you're blatantly being murdered or your life is in danger, we will never detect unconscious fear. It'll show up symptomatically as depression, as mania, as ADD, ADHD, as uh, addiction, um, as depression, fatigue, that unconscious fear is the culprit. Wow. That's the key. You're leading me in another direction where okay. I, I, I help those that have PTSD. 
Now, yes. that PTSD could be from a veteran or from a traumatic experience that someone has, whether it be a household trauma or mm -hmm. an external, it could be a car crash. PTSD can be in any form. My experience in working with, and particularly veterans that suffer that, was getting them to accept the fact that we were willing to help them, getting them out of that shell and, and accept. How do you get someone to venture out of that sphere of fear and take that first step? First of all, I don't talk anyone out of anything. I let them have their fear and then start to educate them as to what truly causes the fear and where does it stem from? So even okay. veterans that have post-traumatic stress disorder, a lot of that actually started early in childhood under the age of eight. And a wow. lot of things, yes, a lot of things that happen to every single human on the planet has everything to do with childhood. And those childhood experiences actually lead the human into the military to become a veteran. So it's fascinating. And what I do in talking to my clients is we go back step by step to really find the root cause. And it will be somewhere closer to age five or six. And we have to look backwards to connect the dots in order to move forward and as I present every piece of evidence that my clients are telling me, I will prove to them in a court of law, as I say, that where they are today was actually based on what they experienced very early on in childhood. And I basically, no matter the age of the human, I only deal with predominantly the zero to 19 years old to look for these root causes and the unconscious fears that actually started the ball rolling to create the trauma and the stress disorders. It's absolutely fascinating. And it works every time, all the time, if the human can hang in and consistently train for this. And it has miraculous, unbelievable results because I am very results driven. One of the things that you talk about is, as we're talking about here, the unconscious fear, which is the number one dream killer. Yes, it is. And there's so many times I've seen and heard of these seminars that you go to where people will pay a lot of money to be in a room with 300 people who are standing up and cheering and sis boom ba. And by the time that they've spent a couple thousand dollars and they go out the door, they're feeling just great. But then that euphoria disappears mm -hmm. and they go back to where they were. How do you take your program and say, John, you need help? Or I say, I tell you, Karen, I need your help. I'm an entrepreneur and I'm stuck. I've got these great plans, but I'm just not selling enough. How do I go about finding where that problem might be within myself? So this is what differentiates me from pretty much every single coach on the planet is idea with the areas that most people have no idea is the root cause to the problem. So I provide the solutions, but they're not traditional. They're not conventional. It'll always be from understanding how the human brain lies to us early on in childhood. Our perceptions are completely opposite of objective reality and the way that the human brain computes information. 
So yes, we can have all the hoopla, John, and all the conscious, yay, la, 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 la. You're going to have this, you're going to have that. No, I'm the person and the coach who will tell you what you don't want to hear that will make the biggest difference in your life. I don't tell you about the green pastures. I tell you the trauma when that happened to you when you were five and a half years old is the, one of the main reasons why you can't sell your product and it will all match up and everything lines up when I provide the evidence. That's fascinating. Everybody's had trauma, drama, and you know, you have drama. A lot of times that leads to trauma in their childhood, whether it be mm -hmm. inflicted by the parents or family or friends or whatever it might have been. How do you overcome something that may have been very traumatic from a childhood? Could be a problem with the parents. Now the person is an adult and maybe they have their own family. But now you somehow are able to find out that there was this drama, this, whether it be some kind of abuse, physical or otherwise. How do you find that out? And then when you find it, what do you do with it? What I do is I help my clients understand where they have created perceptions that actually are quite delusional and they occur as illusions in the mind. And then I take the objective real evidence back in those experiences and separate what is objective versus what is subjective. And I teach my clients how to do this. In other words, I help people see where what they thought and perceived happened versus what actually happened in objective reality. And once they start to understand this and they can separate the two, then that's when the parting of the sea, I don't know how to explain it. It's euphoric. It completely shifts the paradigm from victim possibly to hero. It completely shifts into a new perception because every single one of my clients will tell me what they thought happened. And then I will prove to them that they can't in a court of law substantiate any of what they perceived in objective reality. And so it's layers and layers. And I hope that can answer the question, but that's how in short it is done. And I've worked with massive sexual abuse, addiction, you name it, I've heard it and I've dealt with so many horrific types of experiences that all stem from childhood. And every single time it completely clears the air and gives that human a brand new do-over to where they no longer have the effect of what they perceived. And yet they had no idea how far it was holding them back. At what point does a person come to the realization that they need to pick up the phone and, and contact a Karen for themselves? <laughs> Is it like with the Alcohol Anonymous, AA, it's where you, you know when, you, when it happens, when you hit bottom? Mm -hmm. Is there something like that where you hit a bottom and then you go, you know what, I need this? And is that the best time to start working or is it better to, before you hit bottom, to pick up the phone and call Karen? Okay, John, you nailed it. The best time to call me is now. <laughs> if, okay, yes. don't wait. However, statistics and data prove that it takes a crisis to motivate us to ask for help. So I'm in objective reality, it's not gonna, it's not gonna look good. 
it usually takes a big blow or a, a crisis like COVID, okay, to give me a call. But even if you don't have a crisis and there's just one area of your life that you are not completely ecstatic about, euphoric and profitable and passionate about, then that's the time to call. But I can tell you, most of my clients, and I always do the case study, they'll come to me usually in a crisis because that's the best wake-up call of all. And I know personally myself of every crisis that I had to go through to ask for help. But I will tell you, as a young child, I always asked for help, always ask for help, even in the smallest of challenges, hardships, fears, get help now, don't wait. And I will tell you, because I do an enormous amount of massive research on the economy, on the financial state, on politics, on the government of what's happening here in the US alone, if not internationally. And now is the time to start that business, but you are your business. You start with you first, parlay into creating an entrepreneurial business and then without fail, have it be based on passion and let's monetize that to profits. So now is the time, but usually people wait. I say now more than ever, don't wait. Do not wait. So don't wait until the house is on fire. No, not now. Not with what's happening with this pandemic, the government, the devaluization of the dollar. Don't wait. And I tell you all this, I cannot stress it enough because I will say I told you so. Meanwhile, my life is honky-dory and all of us who are training for it and know this fear we have more opportunities than we know what to do with right now. I am bombarded with one opportunity after another. And now is the time to, and that's my goal, my purpose, and my legacy is to help people who want to help themselves to have the life they dream of now. There is no someday, people. There is no someday. The jig is up. We are in very precarious times right now. And as you said, the opportunities are out there all around you. Unbelievable. And I tell everybody, and, and you led me right into the perfect little one of my many things that I talk about, and that's the wheel. And you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just have to know how to put a spoke in it and make it turn better, smoother, faster, go further. And with each spoke, it gets easier. And if you're an entrepreneur, you've had the great opportunity to sit around. And if you're not homeschooling your kids and you haven't put them in detention in the other bedroom, here's your opportunity <laughs> to sit down and say, all right, how could I do what it is that I do, perhaps outside, inside, wherever, and make it simpler. You know, being an entrepreneur takes a lot of courage and you can't let your fear guide you audience has heard that forever. In the case of restaurateurs and any small business that has been affected by the unfairness of what's going on in the various states, it's a challenge to keep the doors open and you have to communicate with not only your employees, but every aspect, everything on your spreadsheet, the insurance company, the landlord, the utility companies, it's a very challenging time. If you are suffering, struggling, reach out to someone. Karen Lovely is one of those. And obviously we surround ourselves with the best here at Business Soup. And if you'd like to reach Karen, you can do so right through where all business comes, and that's bizsoup.com. Business Soup, where business comes for business. Karen Lovely, I love the name. 
as an announcer. That's a great name. She is a passion-driven entrepreneur's coach. Thanks for being on this serving of Business Soup. Thank you, John, so much. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for this opportunity, John. This has been another serving of Business Soup, where business comes for business. I'm John Debevoise, inviting you to visit the website for more servings of what is best in business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>